Welcome to another episode of A to the Show. Today we have uh, George Bittar. Aside, give us a debrief. Okay, so George Bittar is basically the founder of Live Love Recycle here in Lebanon. And when he saw the garbage crisis that was happening in 2015 in the streets of Beirut, he just knew he, had, he was on a mission where he wanted to help with fixing this crisis. And he just goes on telling us about his story and the work that he does and the future of what he sees for his project. Yeah, sounds good. He started with Stay tuned for the episode. one man turned to a whole movement. So check out this episode of A to the Show. And just like that, another day, another episode. We are episode oh, 309 of A to the, the Show. 309 days. We're now in Lebanon again yep. with George's guitar. Is that how you say it? Yes. yes it's... Right. So, George, Perfect. let the world know who you are and what you do. So hello Ali, both Ali and Said. Uh, I'm George from Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, I'm the founder of Live Love Recycled. It's a social enterprise that we established in 2015 after the garbage crisis in Beirut. So in 2015, we had a huge, huge garbage crashes. We wanted to recycle, but we encountered two big issues. We didn't know how to sort our waste and we didn't know where to send them once sorted. Okay. So this is how we got the idea of Live Love Recycle. That's pretty All cool. Right. And right. So, those, so those are two problems. Yeah. What were the solutions to those? Before we problems? get into those, Ali, uh, can you just describe to us what was the, the garbage crisis in Beirut for right. those who didn't know? Because I actually don't know. Yeah. So, uh, okay. If you Google, uh, if you, if yes, if you Google on Beirut, uh, garbage crisis 2015, you will find lots of pictures. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I invite you to do it. Uh, our seats were literally, literally flooded with garbage. So you couldn't go, go out from your home without uh, seeing garbage on the street. I remember I was there. Yeah, I you literally couldn't home because they wanted to pick up the garbage. Literally. So it was just garbage overflowing everywhere. Yep. Basically. That's so this is, this is it, right? This is the garbage. Yes, this is how... This is how it looks. The first picture is used to cause the snake, uh, the garbage snake of Beirut. The garbage yeah, snake one. of Beirut. Damn. Okay. So how did this happen? What? What? Like where? What were the events that led to this? Well, it's. Uh, well, you know, it's not super <laughs> difficult to uh, collect. Uh, the garbage and treat them well. Many countries has a proper way to collect and sort the recyclable. Uh, we're not a big country, we're only 6 million persons. Beirut is only 2 million persons, so it could be easily uh, solved. So I would say it's, uh, it's a more political uh, issue than a political issue. How? Corruption, political... Uh, I don't know if you know right. Lebanon, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. we have lots of. Um, I can, I can, I can provide some insight on the the matter. So it go right side. Okay, so from from uh, what I know, from the what I've constantly checked out, is usually these pri private contractors are the ones who are responsible for most of the, you know, the services services sector in Lebanon. So the government basically gives contracts to private uh, companies. To do the work so for example the guard like so clean and uh, basically the main um and i forgot what's, what's the name of the other company um but the, these private contractors are the ones who are responsible for cleaning up the garbage in lebanon now there are some areas where the municipality takes care of it because the private company doesn't reach there 
Um, so obviously, there sometimes has there's disputes over the contract. And so in 2015, it was only one company. It was a monopole monopole by one uh, company they yeah. used to collect. And the government obliged all the municipalities to work with them and charge them a huge amount to collect recyclables. So I don't, I heard that someone of you is in the US. The collection yes. of one ton is around 75 to 100 tons, while in Lebanon we are paying 300 tons, per, 300 USD per ton, which is a huge uh, right. amount considering uh, considering the salary you can pay in Lebanon and the salary you can you should you have to pay in the US. So as I said, it's corruption, bribery, and uh, all this without it's really if i want to resume it in two words without going into details and all this i would say this right so it's hard to battle that right because you have the solutions and you have like a plan but you need people to listen to the plan and put it together yes these also no, financing yes of course what we ask is uh, everyone to first, we can uh, start by ourselves without going and attacking the government or, or the politician or putting the blame on someone else. We can start by reducing the amount of waste we're producing. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's uh, we are 6 million, each one of us produce around 1.1 to 2 kilo per day. So imagine per 6 million, what is the quantity? It's huge. If we reduce even 1 gram per 6 million, it's a huge. Oof. All right. So reduce waste we all always talk about that what, what are some practical ways to reduce weight i think everyone knows a uh, tote bag everyone knows uh, plastic bottled reusable bottles uh, so those are two main things plastic bottles canceled plastic bags yes. canceled get those out of your yes. head next <laughs> yeah you, ha you have a lot of uh Ali, things like uh, i know you use plastic bottles don't do it. Okay. Let's 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 expose me a little bit, waste. right? Like just a, like just a just a little bit, right? Like it's a waste. Just use a recyclable one. Yeah, so. But the thing is, they're more convenient. That's I how I like water. to Literally, use them. You know how convenient that was. I just went and grabbed it. <laughs> Literally, it's right there. My water. I don't know how old are you or if you visited Beirut, but uh, I'm not that old either. Twenty-two. But, uh, and yes, I did. <laughs> so, uh, 20 years ago, if you used to work in the city of Beirut, you used to find uh, lots of uh, water uh, places to fill your, your, your uh, bottle with water. Mm. Now they all disappeared. In my neighborhood, it was like three or four. There was like three or four at least. And now they all disappeared. So, it was convenient to stop anywhere and collect your water uh, and fill your bottle. We all have a phone on us every day. A bottle is the same weight of a phone, even sometimes less. True. But the those fountains that you mentioned, where like people could just refill their bottles, um, back then the water was also clean. Like it was, the government actually in, invested money in keeping it clean. But now it's you know, with, yes. with for example the garbage crisis and we, and other kinds we, of sewage being into the water. We go back to the corruption analysis. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. You can put a filter or whatever, but uh, is there a solution for it? Mm -hmm. Okay, so in the beginning you said there was uh, two things that you had to find the solution for. Uh... Yes, so today if I ask you if you know how to sort, uh, is the plastic cup recyclable? Is the paper cup recyclable? I'm pretty sure we will have different, the four of us will have different answers. I think so they're both plastic... recyclable. I think they're 
Wait, plastic isn't recyclable. Plastic is, but I think no. there are biodegradable plastics now. That that is it. That not a thing. No, is it? No. Maybe. <laughs> no. I so think the way to go. <laughs> most of the biodegradable things for me, I think they are uh, they are like uh, greenwashing. But uh, both of them, are, just to go back to our question, both you saw the four of us didn't agree on anything. So True. both of them are not recyclable. This is a small yeah. example. So imagine <laughs> on, on on a high level on other item. So we decided to create an application where it tells you directly if what can be recycled or what cannot be recycled. Instead of going and searching, this is recyclable. Knowing that it's also changed from city to city because some countries, some cities have uh, other technology and can recycle things while mm. we can not recycle them here in Beirut. Mm -hmm. So, um, can you please just uh, share with us just for what are the things that, that you are, can regularly recycle? Yeah, you can if go on our website, <laughs> developrecycle.com, and recycle. you can check them. Better, you can download our application also from our website, also link in the description below. And uh, yes, uh, and download the app. So the app is the second issue is how to send those recyclables to recycling facility. I will tell you my experience in 2015 when I wanted to recycle. I called all the company NGOs that were working in the field. Uh, first to get to their number, their number it wasn't easy. To contact them, they were out of reach. They were super busy. To once I I called them, I had to ask them what can be recycled and not recyclable. And each time, okay, I forgot to ask them about this, and so I I have to call them back. It wasn't practical and easy. Anyways, once the bag sorted, also I have to call them, schedule a pickup that sweet us both, you know, sweet both our time. And uh, on the end, the driver will, at the same day, the driver will call me and ask me about the location. So uh, we don't have. Uh, address code in Lebanon, so it's uh, next to uh, XYZ, yeah. so it, it wasn't <laughs> easy neither. And mm -hmm. at the end, I have, I may, I live on my own, so I have like two or three bags, maximum five bags per month, maximum. So he came, he come with a big truck in the small and narrow street of Beirut to collect four and five bags. A truck to collect four and five bags, I prefer to, you know. And on top of that, he charged me. So I said there's definitely something to be done. And right. this is how we created the Uber of recycling with one click. Now you can download the app, sort your, you know how to sort your waste, your recyclable, and click on one button. A driver will pass by, collect all your recyclable anytime at uh, your convenience from the from comfort your location. Of your home. Uh, wow. Yes, Joe. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever known about this, but in Japan, what they do is they take the waste products and all this different like garbage stuff. Right, and they produce it into like they turn it into energy. So, is is there any future for Lebanon using that method to increase the amount of electricity the population gets per day by taking all this garbage that you have and turning it into energy? You have to see the the quality of the type of. Uh... Oof, it's a bit it's the type of waste we're producing so 60 percent of the waste produced in lebanon is uh, organic waste mm. if you have uh, do you want to do any experience now so do you have any vegetable do you have any vegetable any fruits next to you no we have a plant <laughs> it's the best we got <laughs> i don't have no, i don't no. i don't got any fruits i can <laughs> get one though like a mile away. <laughs> no no we're not going but I, I will ask you to try to burn a tomato 
<laughs> and look how many energy it needs to burn it because it's organic it's mainly mainly made of out of water mm. so try to burn water it's like you're burning uh, energy for nothing so uh, maybe in japan they have big industries that produce a big amount of uh, waste that can be burned and yes it can produce energy but i'm not an expert in this field mm -hmm. but from what i heard and what i read i think it's it's not the best, the most suit, suitable idea to do it. And plus, you need a. If you decide to burn waste, you need to have a, a real uh, procedure to make sure that you are not producing any toxic uh, things in Lebanon. And we mm -hmm. are not a big country, so the nearest. So if you go around all by all Lebanon, you will see. You don't. We don't have big spaces where we can produce this. Um, Using this factory without right. pollution and electricity. Yes, mm -hmm. I see. But again, um, so, I'm not an expert in this field, so I. Right. But, oh, uh, no, thank you for that. So, what are you doing with recycled items? You get all these recycled items, then what happens then? So today we're operating in three major cities: Beirut and the area around Matan and Babda, and we're also available in Juni and Tripoli. We're conducting from around. We are a community of thirty thousand people that are using the application and requesting. We also, through this program, we also created around 436, since we started, 436 jobs for people from vulnerable communities. So you are cleaning your country, but you're also creating jobs for, for people from vulnerable community. And and something important, Lebanon, you know, the, uh, we're exporting more or less 1 billion US in USD of uh, raw material. While we are sowing the same amount or even more uh, plastic as that we are bringing from outside and paying them in USD, while we have a economic crisis here, so we we could encourage also the circular economy and help the the local industry here. So those are the main uh, benefits from recycling. Wow. But we mm -hmm. we always ask people, as I said in the beginning, to reduce the amount of waste first. To try to do shoppings uh, in a different way and uh, in a way that help reduce the amount of waste. What are we doing with all the recyclables collected from all this community and all the city? We have three sourcing facilities: one in Tripoli in collaboration with uh, Green Truck, one in Juni, and one the, the main one in Mansouria, which is around 2,000 square meters. And uh, we also have workers inside that are sorting or resorting, doing a second sorting in the warehouse. We compress them, we stock them, we store, we stock, we, we yes, we stock them, and then we we sell them. It's uh, one way for us to uh, sustain our business, mm -hmm. our yes, business, and creating uh, new jobs along the way and helping it's the environment. Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely not enough to cover all our expense. So we're also mm -hmm. relying on donations. So our service is free, but if people can donate, it would be really helpful. If they can't. Our service will remain free. It's fine as long as you're recycling. So this is our uh, our two main revenue stream. All right, that's that's nice. And you said you sell the 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 garbage that you collect, right? We do sell the the what I call, you call the recycled the recycled waste. Sorry, we yeah. <laughs> raw material. Okay, and like, uh, who do you sell them to? We there are lots of recycling facilities in Lebanon. So honestly, we, we sell them to the ones that offer the highest price. <laughs> okay, so it's, like, it's an auction in a, in a way. More or less, yes. And what nice. kind of raw materials do you work with? Like, 
when you're removing them from the waste? And how do you sort so them? We receive HTPE, PAT. I will not go with uh, scientific words. I will go outside <laughs> bottle of so plastic mainly. We do we accept all kind of not. As I said, you have some on, the, on our website. We do accept plastic, we uh, metal, aluminium, also different kind of metal. So we have yeah. aluminium, uh, uh, the can, you know, pe Pepsi cans, and different metal. We also accept used cooking oils that we ship to Europe to produce biodiesel for cars. Uh, we wish to, if we could have uh, cars here that run on biodiesel, it would help uh, somehow to <laughs> reduce the, the fuel yeah, crisis the current here. situation. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do accept also clothes that we give back to people in need. Uh, we also accept some food donation because it's also much needed now in Lebanon. Not much, but we do receive some uh, food donation. We are working also with uh, a group of young pharmacists that are called field donors. So we accept all kinds of expired medicine up to three months that we wow. deliver to them and they give back to people in need also. So it's not only about recycling, it's also a way to help our community. Did I miss anything? Of course, paper and cardboard also, we, we recycle them. Glass, colored and non-colored, we take them. Nylon, all kind of nylon also. Electrons, yeah. we do <laughs> accept also all the electronics. We, we refurbish what can be refurbished and the other we send them to a proper uh center to dispose of them right i think people are just used to like throwing away a lot of things and they don't realize how much value they have when they're throwing all these have different you ever things yeah have you ever went did a diet did a diet i've done a diet yes. before yes yeah. <laughs> we all have <laughs> so when you go to a dietitian, he, he tells you, are you aware of what you're eating? So he asks you to take a paper and a pen and to note everything you're eating during one day, just to be aware of what you're doing. So I was, I'm not a dietitian, but I would say that I'm a waste dietitian, dietitian. And I would ask you to just take note of everything you're doing during a day, from the small clinics to, yep. and then to anything go on a waste diet, maybe. Yes, right? just Why do not? this. <laughs> like, just Wait, right I now, am. off of the last 20 minutes, yeah. I have one, two, three, four, five water bottles, like a chips bag, <laughs> two croissants. This carton, this is not sponsored, by the way. Uh, what uh, is this? Yes. Dude, it's a really good party from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not here to be educated about yeah, this. I'm here to exactly. realize. Because in Kuwait, we don't have much. Recycling right. stuff. We <laughs> usually landfill everything because you know we only use fifteen percent of our. And that's why it's the hottest country on the planet right now. Oh Pretty much, God. yeah. So if you don't want your country to be the hottest country on the planet, don't do your garbage and recycle. Basically, yeah. Adi, how can we bring the love recycle to Kuwait? I can tell you. We do have the money to, you know, bring that Japanese uh, <laughs> that Japanese thing where they turn waste into electricity, right? And that could help yes. us so much reduce electric bills by whenever we throw our shit, right, out mm. into the garbage cans and they collect the garbage, they can take it instead of to a landfill where it's toxic to the environment, they can take it to those factories and turn it into electricity. Side is also using a, a bottle of plastic. Pepsi. Yes, yes everyone's yes, using it. It's, it's crazy. It explodes on the shelf. 
<laughs> get exposed. I, I hardly look, 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 look. I hardly use plastic. I usually, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> maximum per like two days. I have this one liter of water bottle. Actually, I use it for like the whole week. I, I don't drink enough water to be honest. So I hardly use any of that. We also have a gallon. So there's that's reusing. Yeah, you know the the service yeah. that comes. Yeah. It's so we, have, we use yes. our, our glass cups to and we reuse those. Fancy glass cups. What about you, George? <laughs> Side, do you? Sorry. Side, you're joining us for the next workshop that we are providing to uh, institution <laughs> companies, and this you will be doing this next workshop. Do, do it, man. Do it, man. Do it, Stand up for the environment, man. Stand up for Yeah. Wear your A-shirt. Try to thumbburg yourself for once. How dare you not go, basically. Yes, sir. Yeah, honestly. So, let me ask you this. The G7, I think the G7 reduce waste and care for the environment. I didn't follow up on it, but I heard that the seven big countries took some responsibility and are going to finance part of uh, the, to help uh, other countries in reducing the uh, amount of CO2 they are producing. Right. We've been hearing this a lot. I hope it will be really, honestly, I didn't follow up a lot. I read mm -hmm. uh, very hick, quick on it, but uh, I hope it would be, I hope I read it well and that it will be uh, implemented. I mean, if you want, we can pull it now and read it and discuss a bit about what was being done. There's any uh, key points yeah. that we can discuss it. I don't know what, do you, like, what do you throw out, George? Like, do you, do you have any waste yourself? Yeah. Yes, I am, uh, I'm not a zero waste person. I do produce mm -hmm. waste, but I try also to reduce my amount of waste I'm producing. Uh, so one of the things we're trying to add is one of the features we're trying to add on our application. It's a, it's a echo scanner, an echo scanner. So it helps you scan any product you are, you want to buy, and it will tell you the coverage. The so if you're buying a shampoo and it's uh, it's uh, wrapped with a uh, something, so it tell you right. choose this shampoo instead of the shampoo to reduce the amount of fresh producing. So we're, we're trying to build this eco scanner that would help people to uh, consume in a better way. We're not. Mm -hmm. I'm not an extremist with uh, go to zero waste, uh, and uh, so something can be convenient. So the things that can be uh, recycled and definitely like cans, can, we can use those kind of packaging, but. Paper and all this, yes, if you can switch on to something else. I believe in science that can help us to uh, to change and give us the right products that can be sustainable and uh, all of this. Uh, we have uh, brains and this, we can try to create a new way uh, with new technologies that help us uh, sustain our world. Interesting. Right. So here's the G7 summit. It's uh, courtesy, obviously, of BBC News. Uh, G7, Thanks, G7, yeah, G7 summit leaders pledge climate action but disappoint activists. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So they agreed to step up action <laughs> on climate change and renew the pledge <laughs> to raise 100 billion US dollars a year to help nice. poor countries cut emissions. So, yeah, this is, this is, you know. Wait, but what about their emissions? I mean, countries like the UK and most European countries have found a way to reduce their carbon footprint yeah. to like way yeah, more than considering. The, what about the, the 
I think they produce more than. Yeah, but what about Russia and China? I think China is very aggressive on, yep. um, uh, like converting everything into electric right now. Same, yeah, yes, and so is America I, right now. From what I understand, I really hope it will. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really hope it will happen. Uh, any help it's needed, but as I said in the beginning, it's good to criticize them, and uh, but we can start by acting by ourselves. So I took the example of Lebanon, six million persons, but on a, on. Uh, scale of a planet, 7 billion or even maybe 8 billion now uh, persons uh, per, per one gram, it can sh- per day, right. it can completely Into change everything. everything. Mm. Right. So wow. yes, those actions are definitely needed from the government. They, took, mm-hmm. they should take the lead, but uh, each and every, every one of us can have a contribution for this. So let's not wait for someone to start uh, doing it. Let's start from ourselves. Right. And all of this is obviously to stop climate change, if I'm, uh, am I right? Sorry? Like all of this, uh, you know, trying to save the environment action is in a sense to stop uh, climate change? To stop climate change, to have a less polluted city, to uh, to preserve our environment, our health. So uh, every, 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 every week without knowing we are eating this amount of plastic. Every week, each one of us, without knowing, we're oh, eating wow. a, this kind of uh, plastic. So, no, I do not want to live in a city polluted, where the... So, Breathing, yeah, yeah the air yes. is dirty, or just, yeah, the water, the water is dirty. Is unclean. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's not right. Yes. So, so I mentioned the, the climate change concept, because there are there are people who say that we, if we change our actions, it doesn't really affect climate change that much. Like it doesn't have this, it's not proven that this is a strong, it has an actual impact on climate change. Now, I understand the concept of, for example, we don't want to eat polluted uh, food. Because like I know, for example, our oceans are very polluted. So the fish just eat plastic all the time. And then we eat that fish. So, and to be honest, I like eating fish and I don't want to, you know, eat plastic. Uh, but for, for example, on the topic of climate change, what do you think about those people who say that? Like, what's your opinion on that topic? Who's producing the waste? Who's producing the emission? Who's producing everything? It's us, human. Actually, they are right on, some, on one thing. The biggest producer in the world is uh, it's um, co co co. Who? I don't think it's who. Yeah. A cow. Oh, a cow. Yes. A cow. No, no. A cow. A cow. A cow. <laughs> Like oh, okay. yes, the cow all, all together. Oh, wow. the biggest producer. So it's not us; it's the cows. How come? Yes, we, we should. We, we should come? kill more cows. <laughs> no, just stop. No, <laughs> no, I think. No, I think I understand the concept is because, like, because we basically yes, have made it into such a capitalistic product where we just need, we consume so many cows per day, and then we just only, you know. You know, it's a, actually it's a gas emission. Cow yeah, farts are killing more... the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> No, but there's more cows because we eat more cows. We like to eat Definitely. meat. Yes, yes. So that's why meat. there's more emissions from more the cows. cow breeding, yeah. more cow farting, more Ex- harmful. Exactly, farming. because we farm so much cows, so there's more of them, and then there's more gas emissions from the cows. All right. Yeah. Yes, so, it's one of the. But but to put, to produce one kilo of meat, you need lots of water also. Uh, very true. So I, I'm not against eating meat, but maybe instead of eating twice a per week, you can eat once per week. 
per week. But if we stop, if we stop <laughs> eating, I <go> crazy. <laughs> I eat twice per day. <laughs> this ain't twice no, a week. <laughs> Once per week. So if we become like mild vegetarians or something, that that's gonna also affect climate change. I'm not a vegetarian. But uh, no, I, I mean, that's question. what I'm saying. Like reducing uh, the, yeah, the consumption. Yes. As I said, producing one kilo of uh, meat, it, 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 it demands lots of water, while uh, one kilo of rice, it's maybe less water than, than to feed a cow and uh, produce meat. But uh, I'm not a vegetarian and uh, I wasn't a you know, really fan of vegetarian, but I was, I had for a period of six months, I was in a certain area where I only serve vegetarian food and there was nothing around. So I was really, really surprised of how rich it is and how diversified it is to eat only from vegetarian. And it's also good. So uh, yes, it's good to eat meat, but also it's nice to discover other culinary things. It was really rich and diversified as uh, food. Sure. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. I, I'm, I'm yeah, it's true. Much. But I mean, here's how I see it. It's like, I know that like eating meat maybe it's not too harmful, but if I have the options to, right, I don't have to eat meat. So I choose not to because I know of all the harm that's coming because of eating meat. I'm also a mild vegetarian. <laughs> um, so Wait, so I, 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 I want to bring up something we've discussed before mm-hmm. on the podcast, which is, for example, Bill Gates basically mm-hmm. buying <laughs> all this farmland in the US and uh, trying to convert, mm-hmm. I guess, most of <laughs> trying to convert the population into vegetarians or vegans or whatever, because he's, you know, trying to make alternatives for meat. So is that actually a good thing? Is like that, that beneficial for the environment? Uh, <laughs> loaded question. <laughs> loaded <yes>. question. That's <laughs> right. Get down. So, I mean, is that what Bill Gates is looking for? You know, is that is that what um, he's planning? For? And we we think he's mm-hmm. evil. <laughs> um, so lots of studies said that uh, we might have to eat insect, like uh, many countries do eat insect. It's really rich in protein. It doesn't consume lots of. Uh... <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't do it, but lots of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are diff- <laughs> oh my god what, okay what i would like to say is that you have the different culture in in the world you have different right. way to to live and each one is rich with something sure. and has a bad thing if we can uh, try to take the best out, out of each of uh, one of those culture and try to re- replicate it in our own country mm-hmm. uh, i think yes it would be helpful uh, to that's, it would be helpful. Yes, it can have an impact definitely. That's amazing. I want to know what is like a culture you look up to in terms of recycling. Like, is there a place where they do a really great that you look up to? Uh, a place where. I, so since we were in Japan, I read that there was a small town. I don't know if you can replicate it to other to big c- cities and company, but there was a small town that. Uh, where everyone come and uh, do the thing is the biggest the, they separate like 23 items uh, in uh, a sm- so they, they don't have workers they bring their own recyclable and they put it uh, in 23 different uh, bin so the, I like this model I, but I don't know how sustainable it is on a scale of a big city so I would go for a different recycle in every city <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> number one 
Amazing. Honestly. Well, we have it our timestamp here today. Thank you very much for watching another episode of A2D. No, 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 no. Forty minutes? No. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's an important. We need to know the backstory a little bit. I just need to understand. True. Yes, George. Where? Well, how did you even get started? Because this is a whole new issue. I didn't know about climate change when I was a little kid, and I feel like it's a recent thing that's happened. No. And <laughs> how did you even get wrapped up in this whole thing to begin with? So I was living in Africa when I came back to Lebanon. So was this garbage crisis we were talking about, and I just wanted to recycle. I didn't want to open a business, to open an NGO, or to create jobs. It wasn't what I wanted to do. I just wanted to recycle. So I had this idea of this app, and for three years I was uh, a bit on my own, trying to convince people yes that yes people would use an application to recycle. Mm, not lot of people believed in my idea until I met in a French NGO called Acted, WFP and the French and a, and the French the, and the German government, which helped us, uh, uh, which gave us, which who gave us a grant to start operating, and that was it. In 2017, it really went beyond my dream. So, uh, not only we created, we started operating, but we also created a job for, as I said, 436 people. We also bought some electrical bike and electrical fleet of vehicle and we start operating in Beirut. Let's go. And, uh, That's and how have you kept yourself in this field? Because like you said, there, there came a time where you were doing it by yourself and not not a lot of people believed in the idea. So, yeah, so f- then eventually just, yeah, so, how, what kept you going? Because you also didn't want to, you said you didn't want to, what's it called? <laughs> you weren't planning on like having all of these people employed under you and like having this this company basically that you're running. But it's it's an NGO. Employed with me. Yeah. Yeah. Employed with me, not under me. Uh, but uh, yes. sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, no, no, fine. <laughs> no, yeah. But uh, uh, I believed in the idea. I I really I was as I, you heard the story. I said was, well, my experience, my journey with the recycling NGO and company in Lebanon. So I said that we should do something out of it. If people want to recycle, you, you need to provide them with this with a easy tool. Otherwise, you can pitch to them, uh, go and recycle, go and recycle. But if you, give, if you don't give them an efficient tools, they will never do it. And I do understand them. In, in a world where you run every day, every day, it's not easy to take your bag and go and drive to uh, I don't know, a recycling facility or, or go on Google and search. So you need an easy tool. And everyone is having, almost everyone has a smartphone today and is on have applications. So we said, why not? And so, what is yeah, your method of convincing uh, the people to 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 use the app know, in a sense? One of the fine, we criticize the garbage crisis, but one having this garbage crisis changed the mentality in Lebanon. So if I go mm-hmm. to Europe and I had the chance to go to Europe to pitch about my idea, people there were like, we don't need recycling. We have a real, we are good at recycling. We don't need such a thing. We are recycling. But uh, one of the cities I visited, I. Uh, in Europe, in a really rich country in Europe, they have the recycling and it's uh, public figures. The recycling rate was as low as 4%. So oh, wow. the garbage crisis in Lebanon really, seeing the garbage in the street really changed the mentality in Lebanon. I, we didn't have to preach, to, to preach. We're not doing, we don't have a budget to put advertising for this, which we had, but we are going at the rate of 15%, almost 15% every month, just by nice. most of food. That, nice. That's that's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, yeah, like in... for example, convincing people. I know it's 
So when you uh, in general, like uh, I usually talk to people and trying to convince them of things or whatever. Like, uh, I'm <laughs> a political science major. Uh, well, I, I debate I a lot. Time to recycle. I have <laughs> four kids and they're so <laughs> annoying and they don't know. I tell them to recycle. They put the plastics and the paper and. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, exactly. <laughs> trying to convince someone to change someone's mind, basically about, for example, recycling. So you heard what Adi thing. said. You heard what Adi said. He said, "I don't have time." Yeah, exactly. With us, all you have to do is put all your recyclable in one bag, like you're doing now. Click on one button, and that's it. So if you don't have time, I just make you one time now. Yep, let's go. That's, 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 like, yeah. that's an easy, easy one. That's an easy sell. <laughs> right. right. So uh, amazing. That's that's that's. I think that's the beauty of how modern age technology is helping recycling and all these important issues is the fact that if you tried to do this before, where phones didn't exist and you know everyone had to do things manually people would not recycle right because it's just like it'll take on the horse <laughs> yeah it'll be very people hard people consume as much either but now yeah, well, as, yeah exactly so now mm -hmm. it's like you don't have an excuse to not recycle because you have an ounce it's free. and it does it for you it's free it's and it's free anytime you want and on top of that you get redeemed for recycling with us you collect eco points that you will be soon be able to redeem for gifts there you go oh wow let's do it i'll do it yeah like if you're <laughs> yeah. not convinced by now honestly you're just psychopathic <laughs> or there's something wrong with you so so what's the what is the vision for live love recycle and the future of it so yeah. with ali with ali shamari we already made a deal to go to kuwait Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> soon. Love, love, recycle. Coming soon. Right? Alright. And with Ali Hajjel, we're going to the US. No, we yeah, are. let's okay. go! Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. No, for, so, <laughs> despite, honestly, despite everything hap that is happening and happened in Beirut in the last year, from the explosion of the 4th of August, from the Corona, okay, we all had Corona and everything. Uh, we had all our uh, facilities destroyed and drink, and even our office were destroyed on the 4th of August. Two weeks later, we launched our new mobile application. One month, two or months later, we were in two new cities, and it was, anyways, it was in our plans to expand in all all around Lebanon. But okay, unfortunately, with all this, we could we didn't uh, expand as much as we want. But at least we we continue on expanding. We created 50 new jobs. Uh, so for next, for so coming here, we would love to expand to other cities in the south, like Saida and even in Bika, like Zahle. We are working on it right now. And for next year, we hope that we will be able to go with that Corona will have will be less uh, dangerous than what it is. And we will yep. be able to open in another country, ideally in, uh, in the MENA region or in France. Come on, <laughs> come on over. Adi, I'm coming back. Come on over. Yalla, yalla. I, need, I need your contact in Kuwait. Yalla. I will do it, honestly. I don't mind bringing you about here to Kuwait. That sounds awesome, man. Recycle and change everything. What yeah. you do is awesome. And it is, and yeah. But you know what else yeah, is good awesome? Luck with it. Good luck Thank you very much for watching another episode of A to the Show. If you guys A2 enjoyed this episode, yeah, half as awesome. much as we enjoyed filming for you guys, <laughs> recycle, pretty much. Just reduce, Go reuse, and recycle, <laughs> as well as like and subscribe, share. It helps us a lot. Uh, we'll leave a link to George Bitar's social media in the description below, as well as the app you use if you're in Beirut or Lebanon or in Tripoli or where else did you say? Junior. Uh, Junior, and let's go. Be there, use that app. We'll leave a link in the description to his website so you know what's recyclable and what's not. Uh, special thanks to George. George, is there anything you'd like to shout out or let the world know? Thank you. 
You you are welcome, my guy. Thank uh, you for breaking it down for us. That was awesome. Thank you, yeah. We're A2, the show, the most international, most diverse, most educational, earth-loving so, uh, uh, podcast on the planet. Peace. Goodbye, thank George. You. Love, <laughs> happiness. We'll I see you. <laughs>